As you can see here, big day here in Fargo. Uh, Senator Heidi Heitkamp kicked off her Bring It Home Heidi bus tour uh, today at the Fargo Air Museum. She had a very special guest. Former Vice President Joe Biden was in town. Anywhere from probably, I would say, I'm not great at reading audiences, but probably 500, uh, maybe 650 tops, maybe 700 people at this Fargo Air Museum event. So all in all, I would say a pretty good turnout for an event at 1 p.m. on a Thursday afternoon. So Vice President Biden spoke for roughly 45 to 60 minutes. As you may remember, Vice President Biden was one of those people that was threatened with a possible explosive device from that uh, Caesar Sayoc that was mailing those things out. So Vice President Biden today spent a lot of time in his speech talking about themes like this. The forces of hate have terrorized our fellow Americans, either based on a, their political label, the color of their skin, or the religion they practice. A series of explosive devices being sent to a bunch of us who held high public office in the past. Only concern most of us had is whether our children or grandchildren would pick them up. A cold-blooded murder of two African-Americans in a Kentucky supermarket. And the worst anti-Semitic crime in our nation's history, massacring 11 Jewish worshipers in a synagogue in Pittsburgh, I know. Folks, we have to turn this around. We have to turn it around. I know that sometimes it feels these days like anger and hatred and viciousness are going to overwhelm us. But it's up to our leaders to reset the tone, to dial the temperature down, to restore some dignity to our national dialogue. And we need to recognize that how we treat one another, what we say, words matter. They matter. So just for a quick recap here, and this is important, he just said, hey, it's up to our leaders to reset the tone, to restore some dignity to our national dialogue. We need to recognize that how we treat one another, what we say, that words matter. Please remember that line because it is very important because literally just a few minutes later in his speech, he literally threatens Congressman Kevin Kramer with physical pain. He threatens our congressman with physical pain. And what I want you to notice here is I'm going to play this clip for you, a couple things. Not even just what he said. That was shocking enough. But then listen closely to how Senator Heidi Heitkamp responds and how North Dakota Democrats respond when Vice President Joe Biden calls for physical pain for Congressman Kevin Kramer. We're nearing the 20th week of zero soybean orders to the Pacific and Northwest China. And your guys calls farmers' concerns hysteria and says they don't have a very high threshold for pain. Well, I get that president of the trade union is up here. He'll show them a threshold of pain. Words matter, right, Vice President Biden? And the big thing there is, did you hear the response? I'm going to play the end of this clip for you again because we cut it off a little bit short there. But notice, everyone was clapping when Vice President Biden is calling for physical pain for Congressman Kevin Kramer. And listen closely here because very distinctly, as Vice President Biden is saying this, you can hear, and I, look, I'm not happy about saying this because I, I, don't, I don't know if she meant it to come out this way, but you can hear Senator Heidi Heitkamp laughing very out loud when Joe Biden is calling for physical pain for Congressman Kevin Kramer. Listen closely. 
president of the trade union is up here. He, he'll show him a threshold. <laughs> So I'm assuming you can hear that. She's laughing out loud when our vice president is calling for more physical pain or higher pain for Congressman Kevin Kramer and the rest of the audience. You know, the guy just talks about civility, tone it down, and the rest of the audience is like, yeah, yeah, more I mean, what? Joe's the one that just said to the whole audience, we need to tone this thing down. Let me repeat for you. Restore some dignity to our national dialogue. And let me remind you, words matter. That's what Joe said, not me. That's what Joe just said. And then he calls for physical pain for our sitting congressman. And then on top of it, again, words matter. Tone it down. Joe Biden also said this today about Republicans. Guys, you notice every Republican now is running on supporting pre-existing conditions. <laughs> They're either very, very stupid and don't know how it works. Look, I, you can say what you want about me, but I, I last time I checked, calling people stupid is not restoring dignity to the national dialogue. And again, you may have noticed there, and please watch this segment several times online, but he calls Republicans stupid and everyone there is cheering. It's just stunning to me, folks, calling people stupid and everybody there is cheering out loud about that. Now, I asked Senator Heitkamp about the calling people stupid comment. I'll share with that uh, for you her response in just a moment. Before I play her response, I want you to listen to the end of this clip. Uh, we had a little press conference with Senator Heitkamp after uh, Joe Biden spoke, and a reporter asked Senator Heitkamp, hey, would you support Joe Biden for president in 2020? Listen to her response, but definitely listen to the end of this clip. You know, I think Joe Biden would be a great choice for president. There's going to be a lot of people and a lot of choices. I'm going to support the, the person who delivers a message of bipartisanship, who delivers a message of working to, to grow the middle class, and that can turn around this problem that we have with civility. Turn around this problem we have with civility. How rich is that, that she's saying, hey, I'm going to support this guy who she thinks is going to turn around the problem of civility while she's laughing while that same person is calling for physical pain for our sitting congressman. Again, I just, I, I don't, it doesn't add up to me, but obviously would love to know your point of view on this. So, so hearing that, clearly you would say, okay, she just called for, we've got to turn around this conversation. We've got to restore civility here in our political dialogue. So you would think when you hear that from her, as you just did, she's ready to lead on this, right? She's ready to take a stand on this and basically say, you know what? We need to make civility great again. So I asked her about the stupid comment, and you can tell me if she was a leader and took a stand or not. He says, yeah, so you've got these people that are talking about health care, and either they don't get it or they're just stupid. I, I think he was talking about uh, uh, why would you basically say that you provided But is that toning down the rhetoric? Well, I, you don't have to ask him. I think that but his speech, I think, by think all, I, I think by all measures, if you've heard Joe Biden speak before, this was a pretty calm uh, uh, <laughs> lacking in fiery language speech. Stunning. So she wants civility, but she's going to bring a guy in here that she says that was a calm speech today, lacking fiery speech. But the person called for physical pain for our congressman, calling people stupid. And I could have went on. I mean, there's plenty more clips I could play for you about race baiting and all this kind of stuff. But the thing I want you to get at is this. You just heard her use sort of relativity to go, well, you know, it wasn't that bad. 
I'm not going to call Senator Heitkamp any names. Okay, that, That's not what we do here. But if somebody did, if somebody did, would she be like, well, you know what? It's not as bad as this name. It's not as bad as that. But I, I really want things to be civil. It just, it doesn't, it's not congruent. I think that's where I've got one of the biggest challenges for it. So uh, she calls for civility. She has the opportunity. But then when you see her call for civility, but then won't take a stand when I say, hey, what's your take on Joe Biden calling people stupid? And she's kind of like, well, it's not as bad as some of his other speeches. It makes you wonder, like, maybe maybe she's only using the word civility because it's polling well right now. I don't know. But that's my guess because everyone was using that word today in the speech. So maybe maybe that's why it's being used a bunch. But again, I think actions speak louder than words. And so she says, yeah, I want to turn down. I want to turn tone things down. I want to turn around this conversation. I want to add civility then why is she bringing this guy to Mandan tomorrow? Roll the tape. And so before I end, that's my call to action here. Please don't just come here today and then go home. Go to the Hill today. Get up and please get up in the face of some Congress people. Please get up in the face of some Congress people. That's Senator Cory Booker, a.k.a. Spartacus. And yes, Senator Heitkamp is bringing him to Mandan tomorrow morning. I think we all want to see people's words and actions line up. But what's going on here? In my opinion, you may see it differently. In my opinion, that is not congruent. When you're calling for civility like she did, but then you've got a vice president calling for physical pain for a sitting congressman, bringing in Cory Booker who says, yeah, get out there, get up in the face of some of these Congress people. I don't know how we're making civility great again by taking these kind of actions. That's my opinion. Would love to know your point of view.